TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Sit back, light the fire, kick your shoes off, because it's time for That Paleo Show with your favorite caveman, Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Brett Hill. And I'm George. Welcome, George. Great to have you on again. Yeah, it's nice when I'm not in the air when you're recording podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. At home, in your own hometown. And I haven't even kept you up past midnight tonight, so I'm being really nice to you this week. I know, it's absolutely heavenly. I will. I am a little shocked that I can't record podcasts on airplanes yet, though. We can <laughs> send amazing. rovers to I, I can barely get the internet to work while I'm flying an airplane, and I'm closer to the satellites that deliver it to us. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine how many episodes we could pump out on one long-haul flight. That'd be fantastic. Oh, it would be a whole different level. We'd be doing a daily trip <laughs> with how much I fly. Well, I tell you what, we don't need to go on a long-haul flight for today's guest, mate, because they are right near you in your hometown, by the sound of it. Um, they're the creators of Paleo Pro, and they say that Paleo is more than just a word on a package, which we would definitely agree with. It's a lifestyle for those devoted and passionate about their everyday health and performance. So they're going to come on and talk to us about all the benefits of eating a Paleo lifestyle and, and avoiding you know, harmful ingredients in soy and artificial ingredients and chemical preservatives. And they're going to talk a little bit about their journey and why they're so passionate about getting the best out of their body and getting the best out of their health through living a healthy paleo life. And so we're going to welcome to the show Doug Smith and Bill Fitzsimmons from Paleo Pro. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure, and I promised I wouldn't just throw to both of you at once before we started, but I've just done it straight away, which is awesome. So uh, I will start with one of you, and uh, Bill... Tell us a little bit about your journey. Why is it that you are so passionate about paleo, and how did this journey start for you? Well, you know, for us, uh, I, I think it was about uh, six or seven years ago. Um, you know, Doug and I have been friends for, for quite some time, and, and uh, about six or seven years ago, we, we kind of got involved in the, in the CrossFit community, um, and we had always been, you know, uh, people that were, you know, focused on nutrition, knew a lot about nutrition in the body. Um, but the paleo diet was kind of something, it was a little new at the time. I mean, it had been, been around for a while, but it was, it was fairly new as far as, um, you know, uh, the marketplace at the time. And we found it interesting that we were going to these CrossFit um, you know, uh, clubs and, and doing these workouts and they would encourage us to be on the paleo diet, but they would be selling whey protein, uh, which is, which is dairy based and which personally I, I can't digest. Um, so we found that odd and, uh, we did some research and we, we found that what if we were able to create a protein powder that was, that was beef based. And we did some research into actual beef protein. We found it was actually a lot better than whey protein because whey protein really has been a byproduct of the uh, the world cheese industry. I mean, it was a it was a throwaway item for uh, for years, and, and really until the late eighties, early nineties. So um, we uh, we kind of developed this idea. And through it, really became disciples of the paleo diet. Um, and it 
personally, it, 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 I won't speak for Doug, but it changed my life. I mean, I, I lost about 30 pounds of fat and gained about 20 pounds of muscle. Um, and that was just something that was kind of mind boggling to me. Um, it's kind of solidified my commitment to the movement. And also it made me think about really where my food came from. Um, I think Doug can probably speak a little bit more to, to sourcing, but, um, for, for us, you know, you know, the paleo diet can be very regimented. You, you, depending on who you talk to, there'll be people that say, you know, um, that are very strict and, and very, uh, very resolute about what you can and cannot have. But for us, it's really more about where does your food come from? And, and that is a, it's a, it's a great question to ask yourself because many people, especially in America, don't ask that question. Um, especially with the current regulations in place or lack of regulations, depending on, on where you are. Uh, but I'll let, I'll let Doug get into that a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I, I think for myself personally, uh, um, you know, in a, in a weird way, although it's, you know, your podcast is that paleo show and our, our business is called paleo pro. Um, the word paleo for me somewhat grinds me a little bit because it, it leads <laughs> it to be somewhat faddish sounding or it's a, it's kind of a, uh, a new thing or a movement. People always ask me, you know, is the paleo diet a fad? And I was like, well, I really hope it's not a fad because, you know, there's some people that are more strict than others, but the, the general consensus is, you know, the food, uh, how I look at it is it's happy plants and happy animals. And if that's a fad, we have a major problem that's going to be happening. So, yeah, I think for myself, I had quite a few accidents um, with different activities, endeavors with my life, you know, with a broken back and broken legs and different things. And I think what happened with me is um, I became more and more sensitive to food with um, just autoimmunity issues where I would become inflamed in different locations that I had, um, you know, broken bones at a certain time. And I'm so sensitive to different foods these days. So the paleo diet um, was one of those things that, it, in a weird way, it almost became like an elimination diet for me where I found out, wow, there's all these foods out there that um, let alone can make you skinny or fat or not make you feel great. They also can, in a way for myself, would inflame me so much I couldn't get out of bed. So for me, you know, um, I think a lot of people get into the paleo diet because they're trying to lose weight. And, and I think that's great. But I think for some people, it's, it's really um, a lifesaver for them. And for myself, it was, it's definitely something that allows me to, to stay active, um, allows me not to be miserable for the first 30 minutes of waking up. Um, so, yeah, it really was a driving force for us to kind of um, find some type of products you know for us we always tell people all the time if you can use real food 100 percent of the time by all means we celebrate that and we want people to do that but the reality is it's 2018 and we all have jobs we all have busy lives and 
And, uh, and although, you know, the paleo diet's supposed to be where you're in a loincloth and you're out in the wild killing animals and um, living the paleolithic lifestyle, um, that's just not reality. So the reality is you need to have um, sometimes quick, easy foods. Um, and anything's better than going to be grabbing a candy bar or some type of fast food. So that's kind of where the inception of, you know, the, our product line came from. Got Full disclosure, me. though, Doug and I are both wearing loincloths right now. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know, and I, I appreciate that. You know, it's funny as the paleo police run around and like they used to and they ask where your loincloth is. I'm like, yeah, last time I checked, leaving a complaint on an iPhone on Facebook. <laughs> paleo. <laughs> <Some paleo. laughs> so I'm pretty sure that my clothing is a lot better than the EMFs that you're radiating your brain with that are totally. definitely not paleo. So... <laughs> I'm glad that we all can. Uh, I will say what was really paleo, though, is you guys. I don't know if you guys ever remember, but they filmed a documentary with, documentary with Rob. And he's, they sent him, Rob Wolf, and a few other people yep. on a private ranch in Montana out with like, no food. That. And then at the end of it, out of nowhere, Rob kills an elk from like 50 yards away with an atlow, like what a, this ancient tool. Yep. And they got it on video. Oh, yeah. and it's like, okay, so Rob officially earns the paleo title because none <laughs> yeah. of us do that. I, I think, think he ended. I think he ended up losing thirty pounds on that. He shit. did. So. He did in like three weeks. Like yep. all of them. <laughs> it was insane. They were frozen. A couple people quit. They were crying. It yeah, was, crazy. It was like Survivor on like a whole different level. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that we can appreciate it and. And Brett and I are not, we are like anti-dogmacy. We are yep. all about like empowerment. Like we have so many, just even on Caveman, we have so many vegans, vegetarians. It's just all about being conscious and choosing like what goes into our body, right? Just like you said, like we live in this world and this world is nothing like it used to be. We are surrounded by traffic, meetings, convenience, food, stress, like everything. And so to have those options that basically support an anti-inflammatory body response is amazing and i love collagen i absolutely love it i love it i love it and i love that there was one company on the scenes in the beginning until they got figured out that they were fraudulent and using feedlots and a few other people (laughs) have swept into wait they've gotten figured out already yeah they got exposed (laughs) they got exposed like two and a half years ago there's a big expose on this one those cardboard containers and mislabeling didn't go so well yes I'm sure anybody listening can figure out who it is with a little bit of research. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I love, I personally love collagen because I always, I always had a negative effect with whey. I'm lactose intolerant on top of being celiacs and mm. collagen for me just became like this massive, massive part of my day. And through the years I've discovered like type one, type two, type yep. three, the different benefits and everything else. So, um, why did you guys choose collagen outside of like the whey and like, what is it that you hope to help people with here? Because like you guys have powders. My wife's addicted to the chocolate one, by the way. So good yep. job on that one. Right. Um, and I love that these are powders that people can grab and people can add to their products. But I still think in our space outside of the natural living, there's there's a lack of education around collagen in general. Yeah, like people I, think about like, oh, I'm eating like bone marrow and I'm doing I'm like, nah, not really. A little, little bit different. So do you guys want to talk about that real quick? Yeah. So, you know, our take on collagen is, is basically the same take as, as anybody else. However, ours goes in a little more depth. Um, the issue that we see with collagen in the market right now is that um, collagen 
is a very powerful product as it comes to gut health, as it comes to joint health, um, a whole slew of different things. However, one thing collagen is terrible at is being a protein powder. Um, it's always been a terrible protein powder because it's not a complete protein powder. Um, and, and that's okay. I think our problem is that we see many people promoting different collagen powders out there, um, and they're promoting it as a protein powder. And the reality is, is it's not... It's, it's not good as a protein powder. It's, it's incomplete. So, you know, one of the really important things for ourselves is, you know, utilizing the power of collagen, but also making it complete, making it complete, let alone with, you know, collagen is made up of bone matter, is made up of connective tissue. Um, but really where the complete protein comes into play is the actual, you know, the muscle tissue itself. Like if you were going to buy a steak, that is a complete protein. Now it's chock full of collagen. However, but it has that complete protein to it. So for us, when we started this endeavor, um, it was really important for us to have something that was high in collagen, but it also didn't miss the complete protein aspect of it. Um, and as well, you know, we're super huge on eggs. And the problem is, is um, some people are super sensitive to eggs. And I would add that most people are probably sensitive to eggs because they're eating the wrong type of eggs, that the actual head of Itself is not eating the proper food that you should be eating, um, but that's a different story. the The reality is, there's no better other protein in the world than the egg. Unfortunately, the egg is not that sexy anymore because everybody just thinks an egg's an egg. But it's the most bioavailable, super powerful protein. Um, so that's why we've kind of originated our main product, you know, our protein powder around, you know, egg, egg white protein, as well as our collagen and our beef isolate protein you know the component of collagen is really powerful but you you know you don't want to miss the complete amino acid profile that most of the other collagen products in the market are out there are doing you know it doesn't mean that they're bad we just see a lot of people using them in their smoothies using them as an actual meal replacement powder and i kind of cringe when i see it you know that's kind of a I think at the origins of when we started this that we saw there was a huge hole where we've been kind of yelling this for a while and eventually people are listening and they're starting to understand that. But that's, that's a big, big, big thing for us and something we're really passionate about. In, in, in addition, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go, mate. In addition to, you know, uh, this is, this is going to be our new, new quote. We're huge on eggs. that Doug said, which I love, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, when collagen has become a marketing term, you know, and, and I'm the marketing guy for, for Paleo Pro, and part of me takes offense to that because um, all I ask of people is look at actually the ingredients of the collagen. And I think if you do that, that's all the marketing that we need. Yeah, especially when you're seeing where the collagen's coming from. There's a lot of um, collagen that's coming from pigs or chickens or, or turkeys. And, you know, um, we understand why they're being used because they're a quarter the price of uh, a more expensive, like hydrolyzed type two beef collagen. Um, but again, that's, that's, a- that's actually grass fed and grass finished. Exactly. You know, and, and all of our products, you know, unfortunately, we would love to buy domestic products. Um, however, we get all of our stuff from Sweden. Um, the great part about Sweden is it's illegal to actually feed um, any of their animals anything but 
um, a pastured area. So that's where we source all of our materials from. That's awesome. that's amazing. So you you get them all from Sweden, you said? Yeah, all of we our do. beef all of our beef products come one hundred percent hundred percent from Sweden, um, which creates uh, a little bit of a problem, a logistics problem. And and as we've grown over the years, um, we've had to partner with more and more farms. Um, but it's important. We always say, like, the most important thing, like, if it's not something that we're going to consume, we're not going to do it. We're not going to make it. Totally. And then for your collagen, um, with your collagen, where do you – what part of the cow do you guys get your beef collagen from? Because I know a lot of us, for the sustainability, uh, use the hide of the animal. Yep. Uh, is that similar for you guys as well? So a lot of our natural is actually naturally occurring collagen. And what that means, like, for instance, let's just say you buy the leanest cut of um, sirloin steak. You know, it has very little fat on it, very little type of collagen or connective tissue in it. Within that steak, there is, you know, 40 to 60 percent naturally occurring collagen within that steak. So a lot of what we're you know, our, our, our main beef component comes from that type of tissue. It doesn't come from the hide. It doesn't come from the, the bones. It doesn't come from the connected tissue. It actually comes from the meat itself. So a good portion of that collagen is actually a naturally occurring collagen. And then the rest of it is, you know, when a butcher is done with an animal, there is bone matter left over. There are the hides left over. There's all different types of you know byproducts left over and then the remaining amounts of yes of course they're derived from that the trick is getting to taste exactly like chocolate when it comes out (laughs) (laughs) so so you mean if i just get a steak and some eggs and put it into a blender it's not going to come out tasting like chocolate no (laughs) but however however and, and doug will tell you this too so when you use quality ingredients there really should not be a a flavor that you have to cover up yeah Uh, many companies when they are making products you'll notice the number of ingredients grow and grow and grow and grow depending on how the quality of the product shrinks and shrinks and shrinks so for us i mean if you look at the back of our packaging we have our ingredients in huge capital letters and some people are even look at the back and they're like, where are the ingredients? I'm like, it's right, it's right there. It's on the back of the package. And they're like, oh, I was looking for the small print. And most people do because you really do to cover up and make bad ingredients taste good. You have to use a lot of other ingredients. Yeah, and I, I, good. I, I usually use the analogy that um, if you cracked an egg, and you smelled it, it should smell like nothing. And before you cook a steak or a burger and you smell it, it should smell like nothing. And if it does, don't cook it and throw it out because there's something wrong with it. So it's the same thing here. Um, if you treat the, you know, a higher quality ingredient the proper way, um, there isn't much flavor to mask. It's fairly easy. So it allows us to be cleaner with our product. And when we do use flavoring, we, we use... It's natural flavoring, and people are like, well, what's natural flavoring? Well, it's, it's really just natural essences, the same that you would find in, like, a, you know, like a sparkling water or something. Yeah, if it's and, chocolate, and, it's cocoa powder. Exactly. Um, and then we, we couple that. We used to use stevia to sweeten our products. Um, 
And now we use monk fruit just because we consider it to be a, a cleaner and a, a both a cleaner source product and a cleaner tasting product as far as, you know, tasting like an actual, you know, sweetener. Um, yeah. And we also offer a plain and an unflavored product, which which many people don't and many people can't because they're clean their plain unflavored product tastes so bad, but, but fortunately we're able to do that just cause the, the, the base product is, is so clean. Yeah. And so one of the challenges with the, I guess the monk fruit and the stevia sometimes is the, the erythritol that goes in that with them as well. You know, sometimes the monk fruits, uh, are, you know, not necessarily a huge percentage of monk fruit in there. Do you know what the source of that is for you guys we, and what the percentages are? We don't use, we don't cross blend anything. We use 99 99- Point nine percent pure monk fruit or same with stevia so there is no erythritol and there is no we don't spray dry any of our um our any of our ingredients so yeah you're right so i always laugh when somebody sees like a little stevia package you know if you're you go out to eat and i'm like 99 percent of that is maltodextrin corn maltodextrin that's gmo'd um and people are like what do you mean it says stevia i'm like no there's one percent stevia in that so we uh we we don't do that um we use 99% pure, so there is no derivatives or byproducts in it. That's amazing. So I have a question because yeah. I think what I love, and obviously my background is quite intense in this, running a paleo blog for the last you know nine years and having yeah. my own products and kind of tasting and using and testing and trying everything. You know, for me, we we opened with like kind of the anti-dogmacy around all of this. And what I see a lot of the times in our world is that people look for products like yours to kind of fix a deeper rooted issue. They kind of go after the symptoms all day. And for me, I'm always looking for the best ways to guide people around their lifestyle and creating consumption habits that don't break the bank, but also don't stress them out. Like the most simple way of adding high quality good products into their lifestyle without making it like, here's how you weigh and measure your collagen, have three scoops in the morning, two in the afternoon with this, you know, 2,200 calories and all that bull crap that I can't stand. And so for me, um, like I said, my wife is addicted to the chocolate product that you guys have. Um, and it's Aztec chocolate, I think is the name of it, right? Yeah. It's funny because my wife is addicted to that too. And she drinks it all day, like, like cocoa, like hot cocoa. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was going to say. And so the two questions I had is, number one, like, how do you recommend for people that may have never even used collagen before, somebody that's using like a whey collagen or something like that, how do they transition over? And then number two, is there ever such thing as too much collagen in a day? Yeah. So how we kind of look at it now, everybody's different, obviously. Um, like for myself, I'm a really, really active person. I'm always doing something, some type of activity. So for me, I always want my protein content higher. So I'm really utilizing, for instance, the paleo protein as a auxiliary to my diet, just to gain extra protein in my diet. There's other people that utilize it as actually a meal replacement where they're like, you know what, I don't like to eat something big in the morning, but I need something. So they'll kind of use a a scoop or two in the morning. So, I mean, it's kind of specific, but I would say the best way to start is to make sure that, you know, again, this may not be the best thing for sales, but if you can get everything you need through food, by all means, do it. 
But the reality is, you know, life comes up. Life is complicated. We all have jobs. We, you know, we got kids running around. It's really difficult to like, you know, sit down and eat and cook proper meals. So for us, a lot of our products really just kind of fill in the blanks. Um, and and, Doug, and then, as the marketing guy, I need you to do the best thing for sales, bud. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually the best thing for sales. So as the as the digital marketing strategist over here beside, behind multiple nine figure brands, uh, yeah. I will say that is the best thing for sales. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, the reality is, it's like, you know, I, I know, like for myself, if I didn't have to use it, I would. But in a weird way, you know, we came together and made this product because. We are really busy, and we need it. And I don't want to just grab a Snickers bar, you know? Um, And I would say from the standpoint of, you know, maybe a transitioning is, you know, (sighs) talking about dogma and being dogmatic about different diets and whatnot, I think a lot of people really push to try to be like, well, I read about this, and it's supposed to work, and it doesn't work. The reality is some things work better for other people. So if somebody's already using another protein powder, let's just say a whey or something else, you know, the reality is, is if that whey is working for you, why change? If it's not, try it. See how you feel. Um, that's kind of the best way to, to transition. Um, the reality is not every product is, is great for everybody. Um, and then amounts. Um, if you drink too much water, it'll kill you. Yeah. So, you know, the reality is yeah, that, that I, so hyponatremia is like a really extreme option, yes. but like, I, don't, yes. I mean, I went to boot camp in the Marine Corps and still found it difficult to even come close to dying. Cause I tried just to get out of training sometimes. Um, yeah. I, I do remember one day I was doing, I was being a, a smart ass on Instagram stories and I was explaining to people all the different ways that you can have collagen peptides and like, yep. you know hydrolyzed collagen because it's warm and cold water soluble so i walked around expo west and i mixed collagen in every single food and beverage that i could find and i think i had around 280 grams of protein just from collagen i was bloated and it was not good yeah i mean i'll say this um your body will probably react and save you before you can hurt itself now if you're using you know a thousand grams of collagen a day for months on end, uh, your kidneys are probably not going to be happy with you. But like I said, you'll probably get sick um, before uh, anything actually probably happens bad with you. But I know for myself, um, if I take too much collagen for long periods of time, um, I have to cut my nails every other day. Um, my hair grows really fast and it almost becomes more inconvenient. Um, so when I know it sounds random, so I actually probably usually keep my collagen anywhere from like 15 to 20 grams a day, which is actually usually higher than most people. And that's a pure collagen, you know, not an actual protein powder itself. So that's kind of a good place to start, but I think it's mainly, you know, feeling it out with people, you know, a good place to start is usually, uh, you know, if you do something right in the morning, you're setting yourself up for success for the rest of the day. So if you set yourself up with putting collagen in your coffee or like with Bill's wife where she's going to make like a hot and cold. Dude, don't out. talk about my wife, man. <laughs> that's, that's, the best, that's the best way to kind of start the endeavor, you know. All right. So, guys, you know, in the spirit of this great information you're sharing and in the spirit of, you know, not being good for marketing and sales, uh, you know, you've mentioned a couple of times about, you know, real food being, you know, the best way to go. So, 
you know, if people yeah. were wanting to do this at home, you know, and they're, and they're thinking, well, okay, I'm, you know, I'm already maybe I'm already making a smoothie or whatever they're doing for breakfast, and they're thinking, well, I sure. just want to make sure I get in some good quality collagen and some good quality, well-rounded proteins. Aside from, as I said earlier, you know, putting a steak and the egg in the blender and going that way. Yeah. But like, what's a good way people can do this at home if they don't want to purchase a product? And obviously, if they do, you guys have got a great solution for them. If they want to try and make something at home, what's a good way to go? I'm, well, I'm, one of the one of the things that that has spurned our, our some of our product uh, expansion, uh, you know, one of them being we have a you know recovery powder that's really it's we've air dried sweet potatoes and and pulverized them, um, and it makes a great pancake mix and a very good uh, you know low carb low glycemic uh, paleo pancake mix. We have a greens powder that you can blend with almond milk that makes a great uh, shake. Both of these products were based on things that you know we consider to be um, essential to the paleo diet, which are, you know, you need some carbs. Everybody needs some carbs, and sweet potatoes are a great carb. Um, yeah, I'll, I mean, if you're asking what, what I would do to start out my breakfast, I mean, I'll just be personal. I eat. I eat eggs and ribeye steak in the breakfast. I mean, that's what I have <laughs> every day. Um, I have it with with coffee. I've got three eggs and a and a smaller ribeye steak. That's kind of how I start out my day. Um, to be completely frank. Now, granted, if I'm moving quickly and I got to do something, then yeah, I'm grabbing. I'm either doing two or three scoops of my protein and running out the door. But that's that's a usual day. And I think for myself, I am busy. Um, and I, if I don't have time to actually make my food itself, I just feel it's just a good way to kind of set your day up. I know if, if you screw up in the morning, you're more apt to screw up at lunch and you're more apt to screw up at night. So, But it is, it is important to, no matter what you make, um, find out where it came from because there are some really, really big differences in the uh, nutritive qualities of depending on where you get it from pork to beef, uh, even, even with eggs. Um, and, yeah. uh, I think that goes with vegetables recently has shunned vegetables, but that's another story. Yeah. No, I love it guys. Thank you so much. This has been a great interview. I've really appreciated the level of honesty and integrity you guys have brought to it, uh, just in terms of, you know, sharing the information in such a great way and, and providing such a great product. So, Thank you so much for coming on board today, guys. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And obviously, everyone's going to want to find out more about where to get these products, and so they can go to your website, which is paleopro.com. They can find you on Instagram, which is paleoproproducts, and they can find out all about you there. And obviously, uh, is that the best spot for people to go to purchase the products, guys, or is there other places they can go as well? They can go there, or uh, we're also available on Amazon, uh, which I believe you guys – have in Australia currently. Yeah, yeah. Are you on um, Amazon.com.au? Because we've changed just recently. Now we can't order things from Amazon anymore. We have to go to the Australian site, which has oh, no. stuff. We might I may, may have misspoken, but we might have that is actually website, a great point because we need to we need to look at that. Yeah, yeah. But yes, Amazon or PaleoPro.com. PaleoPro.com, we do ship internationally, and we actually have quite a few uh, Aussie customers, so... Yeah, there you go. Well, you'll have to look into that because they won't be able to get it shipped from Amazon.com anymore. It's changed. So 
look into it. But otherwise, everyone go to the website, paleopro.com. But for everyone else, until next week, join the conversation on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com. And let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.